Welcome, welcome, Lebitardians. Not sure how I feel about that word, but I'm going to roll with it anyway. We've got a very special episode for you today. On today's episode of the Fan Lebitard Show, we are interviewing the voice of March Sadness, Goat Piss Mike. I didn't quite know what to expect from this interview, but it was a lot of fun, and I hope you all enjoy it. But before we get into the episode, just a quick reminder to like, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Follow the show on Twitter at Lebitard underscore fan. And if you would be so kind, retweet this episode with the hashtag GetGoatPissMikeAHat. But you'll hear more about that later in this episode. But for now, sit back and listen to the soothing voice of one Goat Piss Mike. This is the Fan Lebitard Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am very honored to welcome in the official voice of March Sadness. His name is Mike, but we all know him as Goat Piss Mike. So welcome in, Goat Piss Mike. First question, very important question. You good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. Now that we have that out of the way, we can get started. Um, So we're here because you are the voice of this year's Dan Levitard show, March Sadness Tournament, which is awesome. Um, And so naturally, I have plenty of questions about your voice. The first of which is, I've been wondering this for so long, ever since I heard your voice for the first time. Where are you from? Which region of the country can we thank for your iconic voice? (laughs) I grew up right outside of Chicago, and for the last uh, 16 years, I've been living in Toledo, Ohio, so thank the Midwest, Great Lakes, the Rust Belt, call it whatever you want. So I've never spent a whole lot of time up in that area, and I ask this out of complete ignorance, but is your is your voice particularly unique for that area, or are there a bunch of other secret goat piss mics running around that just haven't been discovered yet on national radio? <laughs> uh no my my voice is like totally unique i mean my accent's pretty standard for the area but i guess like just my whole cadence and that is oh uh, one in a million <laughs> if i'm being honest like when i when i hear you talk i i can't even really hear an accent so much it's it's like drowned out by just how deep and almost guttural your voice is do you get that a lot yeah Short, short and sweet. You're like, you're like Billy there. I was hoping you would go on and I just got one word from it. Perfect. I'm nodding. It's a podcast. I'm nodding. Good job. Famously audio medium, a podcast. (laughs) Um, so, you know, people hear the name that you're referred to, Goat Piss Mike, and you know, for me personally, that elicits uh, a visual image of sorts of what I imagine someone with the nickname Goat Piss Mike's life is like. Um, what does your life look like? Is the life of someone who goes by Goat Piss Mike as glamorous as it sounds? Oh, totally. Yeah, it's very, very glamorous. Everything you expect from a 40-year-old single guy who works in a warehouse in Toledo, all, all the glamour you get with that. So I, I, I want to I dig deeper into that. So, like, what, what does Goat Piss Mike do in his free time? How does, he, how does he spend his time when not working in the warehouse? Oh, my free time, if I can help it, pretty much all I do is watch sports. 
football, baseball, hockey, soccer, you name it. So you're like an actual sports fanatic then? Oh, totally. So how the hell did you end up as a fan of the Levitard show? That show doesn't <laughs> tend to attract diehard sports right. folks who want actual sports talk. No, my, my friend Craig, the, the guy who got, got his letter read on there by Dan, is the guy who went down to Miami and got drugged. He, he got into the show first, and he's a unique kind of human being in that when he finds something he enjoys, he tries to share with everybody so that they can enjoy it too. And so he got me to finally listen to the Levitard show. And like a lot of people, the first time I listened to it, I didn't get it at all. I, I thought it was, you know, all these inside jokes. And I thought it was too Miami-centric, too much basketball. I'm not a big NBA guy. And this was before they were even on ESPN nationally, so it was almost totally all Miami Heat talk. So I didn't like it at first, but then I wound up giving it another try like six months later. And this time it, it just totally clicked with me. This was the summer of 2014 and he was playing all the Donald Sterling stuff over and over again. <laughs> the absurdity of him just taking this terrible situation and making it funny. That's what hooked me on the show and jump ahead a few years later. I don't, I don't miss an episode. <laughs> it is kind of crazy how that works. Like I feel like a lot of people get into the show and yeah, it's it's very inside. You you don't quite understand it for a while, and then all of a sudden you find yourself. It's like, oh, I've been listening to this every day for a month, and I kind of yeah. dig this. I'm not entirely sure when that happened, but it just kind of does. It it creeps up on you like that. Yeah, totally. So, knowing that background now, um, take me through what it feels like to now be a part of one of the show's most iconic bits. Like, you are now the voice of March Sadness, a bit they've been doing for a long time now. What is it like yeah. to hear your voice back on the show like that in that capacity? Oh, it's, it's like, surreal that they have me doing the same thing that they've had, you know, Hank Azaria and Bob Lee and people like that to it. I know it's it's kind of crazy that you know yeah. the the show would get some scrubs like that when they could have gone to you this <laughs> entire time, an actual an actual voice talent such as yourself. Yeah, I'm really curious that then like what the process of actually recording all of these looks likes has been like. Can you take us through what that looked like and what that process was like? Oh, yeah, it's a whole saga. Um, I. Billy and uh, Chris Whittingham were emailing me about it. They're, they're like, uh, do you have a mic? And I'm like, I have a mic on my laptop that I've never used and I can't really vouch for. And then uh, Whittingham was like, oh, uh, do you have an iPhone? I'm like, uh, no, I'm trash. I have an Android. And, <laughs> same here, brother. Same here. Yeah, right. So he's like, oh, well, well there's voice recorder apps for Android and you can you try using one of those. So I wound up downloading one of those and I tested with them and I thought we were good. And so Billy set up a meeting on Zoom with him and me that we were going to record. And I get on the Zoom and Billy's like, uh, so you know how this is going to work, right? You're going to be recording. And I'm like, no, I thought you were going to be recording me. <laughs> when me and Craig had been on the mystery break before they took care of all the recording. So I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, as we go through this on Zoom, I'll just record with my voice recorder. So we did that, and I got through most of the field, and 
there were just a few that I had to record twice, so I thought it went good. And um, I went back onto the voice recorder app to listen back to them, and it turned out I'd recorded like these five-minute increments of just blank audio. <laughs> and somehow, yeah, somehow using the Zoom muted the voice recorder. So um, I go, Billy, I'm like, hey, uh, you, you're recording, right? Is yours usable? He's like, uh, no, not really. I'm on my shitty internet at home. Can you try recording them all again? Like, okay, yeah. So I record the whole field again. I send them to him. I hear back like a, maybe a day or so later. Uh, can you try these again, Mike? It so- sounded like you were too distant from the microphone. Did you change the setting or something? <laughs> i like, uh, I'll try them again. I'll just stand closer to the phone this time. So I did, and then... I emailed him. I emailed him the files, and I thought we were good. And then I hear back from Witty, uh, "Hey, Mike, these didn't come out as MP3s. Can you try sending them again?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, yeah. So I send them. The, I send them from the phone. The files from my phone to the laptop. I convert them to MP3s, and finally, I think we're good. This was over last weekend, and. Meantime, I'm just sitting there. Every time my phone buzzes, I'm afraid it's one of them emailing me again that something else had fucked up and <laughs> that I was going to have to do it again. But then on uh, Monday around noon, my alerts start blowing up with people saying, you know, this is awesome. And that That's how I knew uh, this time we were okay with it. So did that did that go from like initially when when you initially received this first emails it was like this is so cool I'm talking to to Billy and Chris and they want me to do this to by the end of it you're like Jesus Christ I really hope that's not Billy or Witty right now I cannot with these dudes <laughs> Yeah kind of but I mean I, I would have just kept redoing it till we got it right somehow or, or they probably would have moved on for me they probably had some kind of plan B line <laughs> Also Really, really quick. I'm I'm curious. So uh, it just it just occurred to me that the radio professionals, in a sense, outsourced their not only their voice work but their production to you as well. Saying, "Hey, Mike, you're good to record this, right?" They've got all the equipment. What are they doing? No, I I think that since be, being away from ESPN and in between whatever they're moving on to next, I think they don't have a lot of the equipment. I listen, Dan, Dan Levitard, if you ever hear this, you probably won't. Are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding me right now? You've been writing so many goddamn checks that you can't get them a, a copy of Adobe. <laughs> you can't get them Adobe Audition. You can't get Billy some Ethernet. Come on now. It's ridiculous. What are you doing to my boy Mike here? <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Um, For the thousands of hours of free entertainment that they've given me, I, I was happy to do it. Man. So, are, did you get a? Was this purely just like you doing this pro bono as a fan of the show, or are they like compensating you with some like swag, some merch, something? I know they don't have any money apparently, but yeah, no. As far as I know, it's just totally pro bono, which that's fine. <laughs> You th- okay, if if do you think we could get you like a piece of Lebo art or something if we started a campaign or like a hat something? Because I feel like you deserve <laughs> something for this effort because this sounds like it's been a hell of a saga for you. <laughs> well, if, if if you guys want to, I won't stop you. I'll put it that way. 
What what would you like, Goat, Goat Piss, Mike? What would you like? What sort of merchandise reward would you like for this very, very good voice work that you did on behalf of the largest sports radio show in America? <laughs> uh, just a hat, I guess. I don't, I already I already have a couple Webinsert shirts from uh, over the years. <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna try to get the the hashtag get goat piss Micah hat going on Twitter, <laughs> and we're gonna see if we can uh, get some traction on that, and we can get you some some merch for your hard work. Um, but I want to go back to some of the looks likes there. Um, so you know the looks like as you probably know, so many of them are ridiculous and hilarious. Yeah, were there some that you just couldn't get through that it took multiple takes because you just kept laughing at them? Yeah, no, that's one thing Billy made sure to do. He he emailed them to me like a couple days before we did the thing on Zoom, so I was able to read through them a few times. And uh, by the time we it came to the actual recording, I was able to get through most of them without laughing. I think I, I think I remember the Mina Kimes one got me twice. I think the Matt Patricia one about the. Uh, bacon double bypass cheeseburger, <laughs> whatever the hell it was. <laughs> so, is is that your favorite from the year? I'm I'm curious if you have one that really stood out to you that really resonated with you. Uh yeah, I th- I think the there was another Matt Patricia one. It was the having his high school football number tattooed on his calf. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other one I liked was the. Dave Gettleman looks like he looks at his restaurant bill and says, tax? I didn't order tax. <laughs> Do you, so those, those are your favorites from this year. Do you have any like all-time looks like favorites? Because I have one that has always stood out for me. And it's the one that says like Scott Van Pelt looks like the, uh, the earthworm holding a book co- that comes out of the apple. You know that one? <laughs> like yeah. that one just... It always kills me so much. I, I'd have to go back and listen to the ones from the years past, but there, there are so many of them, really. Now, now that you have been seen and discovered by a lot of people, because again, you are the voice of Mart Sadness on the Levitard Show, the biggest sports radio show slash podcast in America, hashtag get goat piss Mike a hat. Um, <laughs> what is next for you at this point? Have you received any interest from doing any voice work outside? Have you been approached by the show for any other bits that they want to do with you? Or or I guess, where does this go from here? Uh, well, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. <laughs> you know, that, that sounds oddly like... Uh, I have some some stuff that I'm working on, but I can't disclose it right now. Do I have that about right? Uh, and you can interpret that however you'd like, sir. Ah, oh, goat piss. <laughs> sir, you keeping secrets from all of us. Well, it's exciting to know what comes next. Um, on that on that same note, though, um, <laughs> you know, I think we've all just kind of been enthralled with your voice, and a lot of times. I don't even pay attention to what is being said because I just hear your voice and it just like viscerally makes me happy. But I want to know, does Goat Piss Mike have a favorite word to say that even amuses you? Um, no, cause you have to keep in mind when I hear myself talk and it's like, just listening to my, like I hear myself back on a recording and I freak out at how my voice sounds. I'm just like listening to myself talk 
it sounds normal to me, but the the guys yesterday on yesterday's show they were saying I should say uh, Oral Roberts, though. So I don't know. How does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I think just I, just I think just saying the word oral is is good. Can we get that one more time? <laughs> oral. <laughs> So one thing I've wanted you to say, um, I, I'm in love with Chris Cody's Dr. Phil. I was wondering if you could grace our audience by saying the phrase pooch punt for us. Pooch punt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Um, are there any other football terms? Can we get a, a squib kick by any chance? Squib kick. You cut out there a little bit. Oh, squib kick. There we go. You see, now I now I understand how it took a billion recordings to to get these looks like recorded. Um, right. dude, like there are so many of those. Like, legitimately, how long did it take to sit down and record each one of those? Uh, it didn't take as long as you might have thought. I mean, even when we were on the Zoom, Billy was complimenting me for how fast I was going through them. So. Are you a good reader? Like, like, did you stumble over words a lot, or were you pretty smooth with it? Just rat a tat tat. No, I, I thought I was pretty smooth with it. I didn't didn't really. The, the one word I think I stumbled over was um, decorative. I kept saying like decorative or something. <laughs> There's a little stugats in all of us. It's okay. Exactly. Um, this is a complete transition from everything we were talking about. But, you know, you go by Goat Piss Mike, and I'm wondering, like, if we could maybe shorten that up. Have you ever considered going by, like, GPM, short for Goat Piss Mike, kind of like how George St. Pierre goes by GSP? It sounds a little cooler than going by Goat Piss Mike. Um, no, I, I, I think I prefer Goat Piss Mike. You prefer Goat Piss Mike, really? Yeah. How many people in your life refer to you as that? Be honest. Um, literally nobody outside the Levitard universe. <laughs> <laughs> so even I, your even your buddy Craig doesn't call you Goat Piss. No. Wow. No, my my most common nickname in real life is Miz, which has a convoluted origin. But... I mean, well, now I want to know what, what that stands for. I'm curious now. You've piqued my interest, Goat Piss, a.k.a. Miz. Yeah, no, the, it, it goes back to, um, well, my, my my name is Mike, obviously, and back in 2005, whatever, there was uh, um, the, the guy, I think I, it was the show was Real World Road Rules or one of those four. Oh, shows. hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, Mike Mizanin was the guy's name who went on to become a wrestler and he was going by Miz and another guy me and Craig were friends with at the time started calling me Miz because he thought that was funny and somehow it lasted all these years since. I believe I believe Miz he's still doing wrestling, isn't he? Oh yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Does he does he actually go by Miz in in the wrestler? Does he ha- in the ring or like does he have an an actual like stage name? No, he, go, he goes by Miz. Imagine parlaying real world into fucking WWE. That's wild. Hey, he, he made it work. Damn. I don't know if you've ever seen his wife, but he, he made it work. <laughs> I, I have not. Hold on. Let's let's Google this in real time. 
Yeah. Uh, Talk about out kicking coverage. Let's see here. Images. Okay. <laughs> not not his wife, but I'm looking the first picture that pops up of the Miz. And the Miz looks like a more attractive, well put together, less genetically fucked up uh Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> Like this photo, he's got like his hair slicked back. He's in like a suit and tie, and he's he's standing very awkwardly, like all of the Trump children do. Oh my <laughs> god, this is uncanny, actually. You shouldn't insult him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, li- listen, Miz. No, no, no disrespect to the Miz out there. Don't don't come find me and kick my ass. I'm just saying, in that particular photo, Miz the wrestler, uh, has. <laughs> shares some of some similarities physically with a one Donald Trump Jr. But he looks like a better looking Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. looks uh I don't know. Yeah. Like like something something's just off a little bit, you know? Like I don't know, maybe a little malnourished or something like that. I don't know. But all, uh all the cocaine allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, can you <laughs> I okay. I need to say this on the front end. Never done cocaine. Never done any drugs, really. Um, surprising to myself. Um, but I cannot think of a funnier group of people to do cocaine with than uh, Donald Trump Jr. and Hunter Biden. Like, the two yeah. of them <laughs> just doing lines together seems like it would be <laughs> such a trip. I don't know where I was going with that. That just that was just a random tangent that just happened there. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I've been around I've been around people who've done cocaine. It's not really that fun. Okay, because it looks really glamorous in like TV shows and movies and shit like that. It looks like a rich person's drug, something that uh, you know you do at parties. Everyone's having the time of their life. You're saying it's not that exciting. Yeah. Damn. Well. Well, I mean, I I haven't done it myself. I've just been around people who haven't yeah it's like actually kind of depressing damn all right well how can we end this on a how can we end this on a higher note <laughs> yeah. <Don't be> <laughs> uh what what can we do what can we do um goat piss have you filled out a bracket this year a march madness bracket uh no i'm i'm not a big basketball guy in the first place and this year, everything's felt kind of like totally off. I mean, you would think that would because we didn't have March Madness last year, but for whatever reasons, I just can't really get into it this year. Wow, that is the complete polar opposite of me. Couldn't be more 180. Um, oh, okay. I have been jonesing for NCAA tournament real bad since last year got canceled. Like, ESPN puts a cap of like 25 brackets per account on there, and I was close to hitting that cap this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> hella brackets out here, just falling out of my pants like spaghetti. It's crazy. How um, many of them are already busted? Uh, well, you know, I, I don't want to answer that because I, um, I picked my beloved Hokies to get past uh, Florida in the first round, and they just lost in overtime um, about an hour ago since we're recording this on a Friday. Um, so I would say about like 90 to 95% of those are probably busted. The one that probably is not 
is the uh, I did one where specifically SEC teams dominate the tournament. So I do believe I had Florida winning that one. Um, so I've I probably got like one bracket alive, and because Arkansas won earlier today too, that one's two and zero. That one's probably perfect right now. I'm probably not going to get any better than that. Yeah, there you go. But if if I had to pin you down and say like, okay, goat piss, Mike, uh, give me give me the eventual national champion for this year's men's basketball tournament. Who are you going with? Um, I heard a lot of people are going with Illinois, so and I'm not a fan of theirs at all. But we'll go uh, Illinois. You heard it here first, folks. The Fighting Illini <laughs> cutting down the nets, according to Goat Piss Mike. That is breaking news. All right, so just a couple uh, follow-up questions here for my own note-taking. Um, what size hat do you wear? Uh, it's been so long since I wore a fitted hat, I don't even remember like what the sizes are. All right, one size fits all. Uh, yeah. do, you have a, do you have a color preference that we can lobby the, uh, the Levitard folks for? Um, red or black. Red or black. And then, uh, you know, is this is this going to be something that you want to wear around, you think? Or maybe like a commemorative thing? Like maybe get some uh, Dan and Stu to autograph it, something like that. What are we thinking? Oh, if they want to autograph it, I'll gladly uh, take it as a collectible. All right. So we're going to go for a one-size-fits-all red or black hat that is autographed by at least Dan and Stu. The hashtag, again, will be get goat piss Mike a hat. And I think we're going to be successful because the show seems to be pretty responsive to shit like this. Listen, I don't want to throw this weight around, but I chipped in $10 to help get that show, that printer that got shipped over there. $10 of that are mine. So really, I feel like they owe me one and I want to use that on this. I want to get you a hat, damn it. Right on, man. Well, Goat Piss Mike, it has been a lot of fun chatting today. I'm glad to finally speak to the voice of March Sadness, and hopefully your March is a little happier than uh, than March Sadness would indicate. But again, thank you for, for sharing some time with us, and uh, stay well, man. Keep, keep booming hey, no that problem, voice out man. there. No problem, man. It was fun being on with you. Hashtag Get Goat Piss Mike a hat. I want to see that shit trending after this episode drops. A huge thanks to Goat Piss Mike for joining us today and for gracing us all with his one-of-a-kind voice. If you like what we're doing here, please leave us a review. Five stars would be preferable, but I can't make you do anything you don't want to. Our next episode should be a good one as well, so stay tuned for that. Until next time, stay safe and stay well. <laughs>